Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Hi, welcome to TFLP, uh, episode 446. We are doing a pre-record tonight uh, for Labor Day, because we're going to be off for Labor Day, so we're uh, recording beforehand. Um, so I am joined tonight by Paul. Boo, Labor Day. <laughs> Power to the people. And Peter. Forever Destron. And Sean. Um, forever Autobot. No, no, that's just this one time. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm Lucas. So, Sean, it's uh, it's been a minute uh, since you've been on here. So, uh, welcome back. <clears throat> Thanks for having me. Uh, I just met these other two fine gentlemen tonight. So, uh, yeah, it'll be good. So. <laughs> There you go. It's like I swear you've done other shows with. Uh, Peter we have. Paul, I really <laughs> I've been on a few times. So. It's 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 been a while. It's so. been a long ago. I don't know. Since your, your hair has grown. I, I yeah, see exactly. Uh... I think I've added some inches to my hair shirt here since uh, yeah. we last spoke. So. But uh, anyway, so the topic tonight, uh, we're going to talk about some of the customizing projects that you guys have been doing or, you know, putting off, I guess, uh, too. I'm sure that there's plenty of those. Uh, and then uh, and then also just kind of with with the amount of product and all the figures that we're getting from Hasbro these days. Uh, you know, is there the need to uh, customize as, as much as we, you know, have in the past? Um, because a lot of those boxes have, have kind of been ticked. So we'll kind of go through that, um, you know, later in the show as well. So, um, so yeah. And, and, so, and then also, too. Oh, sorry. Go on. What were you going to say? Is that, your, is that your question about customizing? The answer is no. Answer is no. Okay, well, there All right. you go. So, you guys. All right. Have a good night. All right, cool. <laughs> um, so, you know, one of the things, too, is is that I know the old, um, you know, Combiner Wars and things like that, it's like you almost had to customize your figures because, you know, at least with stickers, if nothing else, because there was almost no paint on a lot of them and whatnot. I think I remember Wheeljack was just so horrible. Uh, was was one that really stuck out for me, but it's like, all right, I have to get toy hack stickers here. So yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Like um, like I haven't bought any of repro labels for a long time, and I love repro labels. Have not bought them for a long time just because we haven't really. I I haven't personally needed have like a need for them. 
but that wheel jack that you're talking about, I bought from you. That looked really good with rubber labels on it. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, back back in the day, yeah, no, I ended up doing the rubber labels, and then I got the uh, Dakara one, which actually had a, a nice deco on it. Um, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I know uh, Christian and I kind of talked about this as well. That uh, they also make uh, rubber labels or toy hacks. Um, like we'll make new characters, um, you know, using stickers and whatnot. And so that that's kind of like the only ones that we've really been buying is, is, is those types of, of stickers. So I know Peter, didn't you get a couple of infernos that, uh, that you customize with that? Oh yeah. I did. Uh, I, I made a couple of, I made, I made different, I made cab and then I made hose head using sticker kits and, and different kits from, uh, from render form. Um, and then I recently bought the, the, the toy hack sets for smokescreen from Earthrise and wheeljack from where, whichever one the CG King to me, whatever, just cause I like seeing all the, um, all the racing decals, you know, and like sponsor mm-hmm. stickers. It's just that when I when I think smokescreen, I need all sorts of just sponsorship junk all over them. So let and let's get the number right, and 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 so yeah. those sets are brilliant. Love them. Yeah. Um. On the topic of cab and hose head. Um. Yeah, I actually had to make my own from the universe. Like I made that probably eight years ago, but I mean nowadays it's like we're getting things that are so close you can just buy you know repo labels sticker kit plus a couple other little pieces that are 3d printed and you're good to go proceed yeah, not, not quite not quite the process is what it used to be so yeah and i kind of feel i mean I, it's good and i'm grateful that we're getting all the great figures and all the great characters and and they're ticking all those boxes if you want Yellow Cliff Jumper. There's a, a Bumblebee that if you swap the head, it's close enough in that Worlds Collide set. If you know, eventually we'll get a Glyph and we'll get a Tap Out and we'll get a whoever. All all the flavors of whatever mold, Hasbro's going to find a way to to get that money out of you because they like printing money, and we're happy to be the printer. Um, but at the same time, part of me is agonizing because I have totes and totes and totes of of of, of donor bots. Spare parts, limbs, joints, hands, heads, you know, whatever that were tasked for old projects or just were spares from other projects that that are now probably never going to get finished or or be used in any way because Hasbro is doing such a good job these last three, four years. It's been amazing. I'm super happy. But at the same time, I'm like ah, angsty about I bought all these junk bots for nothing. Yeah, that's that's rough. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Peter. I mean, you can still do the customs, I, I suppose. Yeah, but they. I mean, I don't I don't want to spend a hundred twenty dollars sourcing parts and and wasting not wasting time, but you know, doing time for a figure that Hasbro is going to come out with, and it's like yeah, it's twenty two dollars. There you go, and right. it looks better. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. like making uh, like a few years ago, somebody made a Fangry from like I think it was uh. Skull Cruncher and somebody else, and now they made an official Fangry. 
right. and here come here comes the rest of them hopefully so yeah i i, I sourced parts to do a horrible i used it was going to be skull mm-hmm. cruncher with other parts and i i so I, I bought spare uh twin fernos or whatever his name is in from titan's return um to to make a fangry and then you like you sit on these parts and you sit on these parts and it's like as soon as i get started as soon as i get cutting as soon as i get painting there's the announcement so part of me and this has been this is like a joke around my house you know as soon as i actually like get digging in on a, on a project here comes the announcement so the, they they watch me she watches me and the kids watch me and they're like who are you doing and then the boy especially he sasses me he's like you know they're going to announce it as soon as you start and you, you get like really involved you're going to get about 60 70 percent and then the, the announcement's going to come it's going to be like i'm done okay which is good because then the toy comes and i'm happy and then I've got this unfinished project. Yeah. Well, one question I have as well is like a lot of the older figures had uh, ball joints. And so it was pretty easy to take those figures apart. Whereas now the figures have like universal joints with pins. And so I don't know, like, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not a huge customizer myself, but would you guys consider it? more of a challenge to do that or is that just nothing sean that you just you know what whenever i whenever i get a pin i like to look at it i just look at it and then i put a little a little soldering iron with a small tip on it and i just heat it up a little bit and i push it out kind of like tracks here you know the tracks with the wobbly wobbly legs Uh um on the big side of this little pin here the problem is they didn't push the pin far enough it's this little silver pin they didn't push the pin far enough so rather than taking vice grips and squeezing it and breaking the figure the I, worst uh, advice ever do not do that For those of you who've seen that video, I, I saw him break it i said what are you doing man so but he was happy and different strokes for different folks but yeah i mean you can get like a five dollar soldering iron from like Harbor Freight and with like a little tiny tip on it that's small enough to like touch the top of these. And you just sit there with it. And then you'll notice like as you hold the tip on the on the big side of this pin, the opposite side of this pin, it starts getting kind of wiggly and then you can push it further. And as soon as you push it further, you just let it let it cool down and then you have a fixed tracks. So, I mean, fixed mostly. There's still a little bit of a gap. See? Big on that side, but it's pushed as far as it can go it's flush so it is what it is but i did buy the little uh 3d printed uh upgrade kit from uh jrc design he made like a little uh snap-in 3d printed thing for the legs where in robot mode you can you know actually have his legs hold together so that helps so even with the uh, like pushing the pin in further, do your legs not uh, fit together on their own without the kit? Um, these do. Like I mean, they fit together. I mean, that's as good as you're getting. Mm-hmm. But the other side, you know, the other side's totally flush. So I don't know if it's just a problem in the plastic or what. But uh, in robot mode, he stands. He stands good. If you guys yeah, want to talk amongst yourselves, I'll transform it like them. it was okay. Like, I haven't really had a huge issue, but I know... I bought three yeah. of them, and all three of them were the same. They were just all bad. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. So, 
I mean, I know that's how you deal with pins, but doesn't that melt? Like, you can't just do that over and over and over. You're going to melt the plastic into oblivion no, at some point. No, right? you, no. I mean, you don't do it over and over. You do it once. But uh, you don't hold it there long enough to where it starts to like the plastic. Yeah. Just hold yeah, it there to where the pin heats up enough. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if I held it there too long, I'd have like, it would be like no plastic touching the pin anymore because it would have melted away. Um, yeah, it, it takes finesse. Um, there's okay. probably a couple tutorial videos on YouTube where people have done that. Well, that's uh, like that's why I never do it because I'm always worried I'm gonna m- melt yeah. it beyond you know beyond recognition, and then when I put it back together, it won't work. Um, I did that. that. Is, I melted a few things when I first started. I mean, years yeah. ago, and, and but and you just learn with it, and that's why you practice. Like, gen- like genuinely find a scrap bot that has a pin and just practice. Yes, yes. See, so you get junk bot that you're never going to use, and you practice on the pins on that. And once you get good, then you can take wheels off. That's the only way to get these wheels off. You're going to do a full custom. You heat up that pin, and then as it gets hot, you're able to pull it out. And you'll hear so, people say, like, grab, get a, a rare earth magnet or a stack of rare earth magnets. So if you don't want to handle the handle the pin head yourself or, you know, and you don't want to get in there with needle nose pliers and pull the pin once it's hot or whatever. I mean, there are different ways to grab it. Like, like Sean was saying, different structure, different folks and work to your comfort level and practice. Yep. Junker bots are the key. See, as, as Peter says, Paul, you just need a, um, a, a box full of, of donor bots and uh, junker bots or whatever. So that way you can uh, practice on for this stuff, right? There are no junk bots. See, Every bot is, is a treasure. The the uh, Cyberverse uh, Deluxes, apparently on like Walmart.com right now, I think uh, Anna was and Christian are all excited because they were like $4 for the Rodimus, I think, right now. And the uh, Shockwave, I think, was like 7 bucks or something. So they could get some of those and you can just practice customizing some of those. Those are fun figures. I think they're mostly ball joints. Those are They've got a couple of pins, but yeah. 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 So, how do you, how do, you do this? <laughs> it's been, so out of it's the been a minute. Current assortments that we have out of Kingdom, which figures, aside from like repairing things like like with tracks or Galvatron's shoulders, which figures do we have the most potential for customs uh, at all? Like where do you see the the most yeah the most uh, potential to improve the figures in Kingdom? Well, I don't know if it counts, but the Bone Bots make some pretty cool stuff if you combine like dozens of them, and you don't even ha- you don't really have to cut. I mean, they're kind of you you can customize them without having to paint or strip them or mess with any of the parts. You can just right. they all come apart, and you can do some cool stuff with them. They are fully modular. And 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 backwards compatible with the the modulators and the uh, boopifiers from a couple of years ago. So if you like ever want to get into customizing but don't know where to start, start with those. Like you don't have to do anything except have fun. And then when you're ready to like start stripping paint and adding your own and melting stuff, then you then you know then you can try. But I don't have a good answer for your question other than. I mean, one of the things I would say uh, with the Siege figures, a lot of people don't like the, 
you know, space mud or whatnot that's on them. And, like, you know, I know for myself that the Galvatron that recently came out, like, I'm not a huge fan of um, of that look with the, the weathering, quote-unquote, that they put on them. So, for me, like, what would be the best way for me to remove that? Uh, isopropyl alcohol, would you say? So, um, what percentage 20... would we say is the best usually... Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like a buck for a big bottle and it doesn't take a whole lot. Just apply some to a Q-tip and start rubbing. Okay. The the only advice, the only advice with that, do not touch it to clear plastic. No. That it'll make it brittle. Like, like so brittle. It'll just crack on its own. And milky. It'll, it'll make it look like opaque and blech. And I mean, there's there's merits to if it's a if it's a non uh, translucent part or transparent part uh, that you want to you know soak, you can soak them overnight, and then the the paint just scrubs right off of just a standard piece of plastic. Or if it's like a like you know spot touching, like if you're playing with the uh, the weathering or getting the space mud off, Q-tip, get scrubbing, it'll start coming off after about ten seconds, and then you're done. Rinse everything off, good to go. So if I wanted to remove paint from the clear plastic, is there a way to do that? Sanding, very light sanding, like a sanding stick that you get from the hobby store. Yeah. Well, you really don't want to remove it. You just want to scuff it and repaint it. If you want to paint it, I would not like it. If you want to make this whole thing clear. Oh, no, color really blue and call, call it a blue window. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm sure there's ways. There's, there's, uh, like, uh, yeah, there's, there's people that are way more knowledgeable than I am. So. Um, trying, trying to think of, uh, you know, some of the other figures that you would want to change. I, I feel like that's the biggest biggest thing i don't know just adding deco to figures too i know peter you had mentioned about cyclonus i think before that you'd prefer you know slightly different color deco on him yeah i mean there's always arguments arguments to be made for for toy accuracy gen 1 toy accuracy versus cartoon accuracy whatever cartoon accuracy means anymore because there's so many different animation companies, so many different animation errors that could be counted as accurate and blah, 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 uh, vagaries in, 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 in Deco. But, um, yeah, Galvatron could use a totally different Deco, in my opinion. His chin beard, his little chin trapezoid is not painted. He's the wrong shade of purple. He's got the space mud. He's just, I'm, I'm sure they're going to come out with a, with a, an 86 version or something. It's going to be a little bit more to my liking. Um, and he has, predominantly misassembled shoulders which is frustrating and yeah. beyond a lot of people's skill to fix out of the box um but yeah cyclonus is kind of off to me galvatron's off yeah they might get fixed they might not the only thing about that you know and i know we keep talking about that we're gonna get this like clean version of these figures and whatnot i'm not so sure because like for example galvatron right we're getting a toy deco of him and then there's another rumored like you know there was a a picture from uh with the grid and all that that it seems like it lines up with some rumors and whatnot so like say theoretically if you got both of those well like 
it'd be pretty tough. I mean, not to say like, you know, we've gotten like eight siege Megatrons or whatever it is. So, you know, it's, it's theoretically possible, but it, it just seems like that that's not the route that they're going to go. Like, cause I know Takara kind of went the other way with their like perfect, what, what is it called again? Game finish. PF. PF. Yes. PF edition. That they kind of did, you know, more weathering and whatnot on on some of the figures, um, which is like, I don't know, I I don't the, necessarily agree with. That. I don't think it looks that great. It's the opposite direction that I'd hope a premium finish would go, but yeah. that I mean, to each their own. I, I, my my little kid heart refuses to believe that they won't make the deco that my little kid heart wants, which is just straight up movie colored Galvatron with his face painted properly and the right shade of purple. And then my big kid brain says that there's no way that they're not going to release as many versions of that mold in as many decos as they possibly can to print that money from your pocket and your pocket and my pocket and your pocket, you know, because that's what they love to do. And they'll make us wait for it because we know that they like to tease us that incremental improvement that they right. love to do. This one's, this much much better and this much better every year and we're like oh damn it damn, oh, damn it how many megatrons do i need how many siege megatrons do i need now i have seven neat <laughs> but see that's where i feel like that no matter what they always will like do one slight tiny thing to like make it so that it's like not quite perfect like and again, yeah. like that that Earthrise Optimus Prime is is man he is is cl is close to perfect you know whatever right um, if only he had you know some like white legs and the lower legs were like all blue um, hmm. it would yeah. be perfect I mean, right mine was that's <laughs> <laughs> how mine came with like painted eyes and it's not focusing yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's the first thing I did. Like, this is, like, way back. Like, everybody's had this figure forever. I don't know why they, they couldn't make the back of the legs blue. The thighs white, you know, like he said. And then yellow, where the yellow goes. I don't know. Yeah. But I had that's to do really, it on my own, so I wasn't going to wait. Same really thing with, sense. like, cliff jumper. Like, I did the, you know, the, the gray thighs and the, you know more tune accurate stuff took off the black off of the bumpers and yeah so. I, I mean i am curious with that if like if hasbro like if they had done a commander class quote-unquote optimus prime that was kind of like the hot rod or the rodimus that we're getting um except for like the trailer was better it came with some more accessories and whatnot but it was like literally that earthrise figure but then they just did it in the deco that we would want like would they actually do that or again is it something because like i still feel like that rodimus like they're still like it's it's really good um but there's still a couple tweaks i would probably make to that to that figure to make it perfect so like what well Which the front thing? of the cab um like I, I wish there was kind of de like it's kind of a plain deco. They have that so that yeah. the door can come down, um, like a play feature. But um, 
And then, I don't know, like, overall with the mold, like, I mean, I wish it kind of went in a little bit further than what it does. Like, it, it looks a little bit wonky, I guess, um, with the car, I guess, to me. Yep. And do your doors stay closed on top, or are they going to... No. I, I okay. need to... I've heard that if you put some, like, future on the door, or if you put, like, a little bit of super glue and let it dry, I guess, like, that it'll... Um, you know, the, the door will close. It'll give enough friction or whatever to, to do it. But I haven't done that myself. So speak. Yeah. Speaking of future, it's this, yeah. this guy's a floppy mess, but like his, his legs takes that much force to, you know, undo him now. Of course it's a tiny tab, but he, uh, yeah, he snaps in. Yeah. See, my legs snaps don't come, good. my legs don't come apart, but they are, uh, loose. Like I need to put, I just haven't put any future on him yet. Yep. I think I need to revisit this leg. It's still a little loose. And again, when we say future, we're talking about, it's like, what is it? Future pledge floor polish, right? Do you have a bottle? It is this. But they like change, they they change the bottle deco every once in a while too. So it may not look exactly like that and whatnot, but it's like pledge, like floor care. Is, yeah, is what it's, it is. it's uh, make sure you get tile and vinyl floor, not the wood. Um, yeah, this is the old bottle that said future. I don't think it says future anymore, but it's no, definitely it pledge. Make sure you get tile and vinyl, not not the wood. Yeah. And it smells great, too. And uh, the other thing with that, so it does make the figure a little bit shiny. So if you're trying to, like, make something matte like it's not gonna like for whatever reason you apply it to the outside of the figure but uh i actually use that on uh some figures like on chrome to kind of help protect the uh the chrome yeah i've heard that um i've never tried it but definitely heard it i did it with like the hot rod the masterpiece hot rod and um ironhide and ratchet just because people were were worried like we're saying it was flaking off for them back in the day so i just did it just to make sure it didn't have any issues i'm putting a little in the joint while we're talking about it and since it's right here so yep i just dropped it right in the uh right in the mushroom peg work it around like two drops will do you but yeah tomorrow it should be like nice and tight so definitely features something everybody needs if you're uh uh, you know, Hasbro collector. So. I've never messed with that stuff. Never, never. Uh, Fingery really needs it. Fingery's super loose. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty easy to work with. I mean, even, you know, people like me that are pretty much novices to that kind of stuff. Like, I yeah. haven't had any issues with it. One thing that I've never really used, but I know people have talked about it with, like, tight joints, is using, like, the shock oil. Like, do you use... Yep. <laughs> Teflon, silicone, lubricant. Make sure it's silicone. Um, but yeah, it's basically uh, it lubricates joints. Um, it's says safe on rubber. It's uh, you know it's safe on uh, it's safe on um, all kinds of plastics. So yeah, as long as it's silicone, it'll it won't destroy your plastics. Um, another thing people use is um, nail polish, but I found nail polish flakes off really quick. So I've never actually used it except for once. And people have also used super glue. So when we talk about 
nail polish and super glue is uh, those would be for like tightening a joint. So it would be kind of similar to the yeah. pledge floor yeah. polish. Um, Don't use super glue though. Let, let, let me finish this. Don't use super glue. Um, because like the trick to super glue is if you use it, don't stop working the joint. You got to keep working it until it's all the way set up. Cause if you stop, then it'll freeze. Yeah. But this actually came with my third party toy. It's gear lube. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically, I think this says silicone lubricant, but yeah, it's gear lube. I feel like fans toys needs to throw that in with some of their figures. <laughs> well, that, that that's a feature. It's, it's the fan toy squeak. <laughs> that's how you know it's an authentic fans toys product, right? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I've okay, never actually so that, ended yeah, up that using crash that, uh, that, that gear lube or silicone lube before. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Just if something's like totally like like as you move it, it chatters on the way down. You know, you definitely want to use it, or else you're gonna lose it. Yeah. If you don't use it, you lose it. So. There you go. Um. Yeah, I know Anna really wants to do a glyph, and she was thinking about customizing a um, a cliff jumper. In, into glyph so we, would have you... peter no have peter do it and then whenever he's 70 percent right. of the way done they'll announce it so yep. right i mean it, it's gonna come out it's yeah. there's no question about it it's gonna come out just be patient the skittles Anna, be patient. they haven't tasted the rainbow yet the skill not completely yeah yeah i once, don't know once how they, they didn't do a tap a out in glyph like like how did that not come out with that um when they did that comic uh, the Valentine special. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was a missed opportunity. They need to, I mean, uh, we could, that, that argument could be made for a lot of things, but Hasbro lining up their toy offerings with their media offerings right. that they, they missed the boat so many times. We yeah. should call individuals out and tell them to be fired. I think over this, that would be, <laughs> that, that's the, that's such, the appropriate way to handle such. Yes. That's how an adult does it. Yes. Uh, absolutely. So I think I think that that kind of illustrates what you're trying to the point you were maybe trying to drum up, Lucas. Is that like, yeah, you don't. It seems like you don't need if you if you customized a green light out of you know a toy from a year or two ago. It's like, oops, you know, like they actually hit that. You know, they did the rainmakers. They did the the not the jump starters. The the power dashers. You know, stuff like that, that it seems, it seems like no stone is being left unturned. And if you just wait, if you can wait five years, the thing you want is going to be there by the end of that five years. And if it's not, then then cust- customize it. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like 2014, I was like making my own headmasters because I'm like, why don't we have any masters? We have, don't have target masters, don't have headmasters. It's like third parties doing, doing a few. So I made some, and sure enough, three years, four years later, Titans return, and I got them all. I even got like a rack of heads up here. So, <laughs> yeah, headmasters. Well, yeah, and I, I feel like some of the figures that they've done, you know, over the last couple of years, it's just like, okay, 
they're obviously like even unreleased figures and whatnot, like where they did that sandstorm and, and things like that, like where you wouldn't have thought that they were going to touch that kind of stuff. And so that's, that's where, yeah, I, I don't necessarily know that they're going to do everything, you know, like we never know, but it's like, you know, yeah, it's you always, know. It, it's all, it seems like it's all on the table now at this point. I mean, the last custom I saw that really like made me excited. Let's, I was trying to think of a colloquialism, but it just would get dirty. So, um, was that Autobot City custom that like was all over the internet and like was on certain pages? Oh, and yeah. the, the artist yeah. got mad and made him take it down. And I'm like, dude, your thing is amazing. Why are you mad? Like, this is the coolest custom in years. And you know. That is like something that goes outside of the box a little bit. But now that I've seen it, I'm like, oh, my God, that has to happen at some point. You know, with the Studio Series 86, like it just like that's where it should happen if it ever happened. Although those were, you know, War for Cybertron toys and stuff, but or whatever they were generations. I, I just wonder what that Autobot. I just City, thought it was so cool. Do you think that like someone from Hasbro saw that and was like, holy shit, like. Haslab, Haslab 2024, baby. Like, or, you know, whatever. They said, they said hey, grab some yellow plastic. We're going. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> we are too far into the game to believe that Hasbro doesn't not see anything or that they've missed things online. They've got, they've got eyes and ears everywhere, you know? Right. So. That, yeah, that one was, I mean, they, they met, they got it. They don't see everything, but like that was so mm. impressive that I, I would think so, multiple people probably were like, damn, look at this, you know? Like, right. Probably that one, and that one blew up. That one popped like, right. But I mean, I'm and it, sure and it's something no one's ever. Of... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say with like all the social media and all that type of thing. I mean, you know, someone's like screenshotting that kind of stuff and, you know, sending it to, you know, whoever. So. But what were you going to say, Paul, before I interrupted you? I don't I don't remember just that it's it was so cool. It was literally one of the best customs I've ever seen. But yeah, lately it seems like, uh, as far as customizing is concerned, it's it's decals, 3D printed stuff. We haven't touched on that very much, um, and there's lots of lots of availability out there. So decals, panel lining, things like that, just doing washes and whatever. Um, but there's not a whole lot of cutting required on anything anymore. It's the the molds are so tight, and I don't mean like like tracks, like physically loose or tight. I mean like they're so nice. And so accurate and just so damn pretty. There's no reason to be cutting on people or whatever. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of 3D printed parts available from various sources, both domestically and internationally. So have you guys uh, jumped in on any of that or do any of your own or where are we at with that? So I personally have not done a lot. Um, 3D printing like scares me. Um, just because if you don't know, like, I mean, I probably have to kind of wait for someone like you, Peter or whoever to get it and vouch for it before I actually order it myself, just because like the quality of 3d printed plastic is like all over the board. Like you could get something where it is, you know, just completely solid. 
Um, you know, or you can get something that's going to just like break in your hands, like as soon as you get it. And so it always worries me to like to, uh, to get anything that's, that's 3d printed like that. Like your rung that was a pain in the butt to do. Right. I, I appreciate that, Sean, but yeah, <laughs> no, we yeah, did... no, the, yeah, they were fuzzy. They were definitely fuzzy. Um, we did a, uh, uh, Sean customized the rung for me. Um, using the green light, you know, um, uh, mold and whatnot. And, um, we ordered the heads off of, uh, Shapeways and like, I ordered the best, like I ordered the best plastic I could from Shapeways and it's still like disintegrated, you know, it's just not really made for that kind of stuff. I've had yeah, it was brittle and actually like broke like half of the face off of one, so I had to like carefully glue it and then like take a tiny little file and sand down. <laughs> it was yeah. Wow. I've the, had bad luck with the more yeah yeah the more sharp you like the details and the smaller the piece, the more brittle it is. But yeah. I've also had stuff uh, from other guys that have been amazing, and you know is. Uh, is really good stuff. I can't remember who the seller was. There was someone that was doing kits a couple of years ago, and he ended up quitting. But I can't remember what the name was. Uh, but the plastic that they had, the plastic quality was really good. But I don't know. I I personally prefer injection molded plastic if you can. So, um, but mm-hmm. I know a lot of these guys. I th- those kits and whatnot are they. 3D printed or are they injection molded or is it just kind of like it could it could be either one. It depends on who your source is. Like a lot of the stuff coming from out of uh, like that you would get on TF Safari. So I guess out of China, um, like Go Better Studio and, and Matrix Workshop and stuff. Those things are 3D printed. Uh, but Nanef does mold injection or injection molding for his stuff. And other people use like you know poured resin into uh, into uh, molds and stuff like uh, like render form. It's 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 not 3D printed. Um, so yeah, it depends on. I guess my point is it depends on the source. And yeah, like you said, Lucas, wait for reviews before you pick up anything. Because especially with a new outfit, you might not like what you get. So Peter, like those kits from TF Safari, have they been pretty good? Or have you have you had any issues with any of them? Um, the ones that I've gotten from Go Better Studio have all been really good. Um, some of the other, and, and they're like smooth and they're painted and they're resilient. Like my kid has gotten some for his toys to augment. There was like a backpack for, uh, Earthrise Prime to kind of close that gap in the back of his truck mode. And it also like has part of the transformation sequence to make it look like his gen one animation backpack. And it's, you know, sturdy plastic and looks good. It matched, I mean, colors match perfectly. It's really great. Um, and the Wheeljack kit is really good. Uh, and there are a couple of, I don't, I'm trying to think of which one, cause there are a couple that broke, not from go better. But it was from a different, uh, different outfit. Let me look that up on the side. Discuss. I really don't like 3d parts with like injection molded toys. I think if they stand out like a sore thumb, especially when, you know, like everyone wanted to replace the Galvatron head on uh, Titan Returns Galvatron. Right. So they would get this like purple mask. It just looked ridiculous to me when I saw it. It depends on the source, though. There were there were some that were 3D printed that had the like the really bad lines or were way oversized or were just the wrong color. Um, Azim or uh, Renderform 
did a couple different color kits, one to match Legends and one to match Titans Return that were, you know, press molded and and the right color and swappable sure. faces and the colors were on point. Everything that that didn't look like a 3D printed hat for the 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 Galvatron head or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure there were good versions. I'm talking about strictly like anything you get off Shapeways and you know you can select colors like and you're just like, oh yeah, I'll get the purple one. Yeah. That'll match. Oops. Like, no, it's not gonna fucking match the <laughs> plastic, you dope. Like, what are you thinking? But and it even, it just looks so bad. <laughs> even a lot of that stuff, I mean, it's it can be really hard to match those plastic colors and whatnot. And I know even like Nanef has had that issue with some of the kits that he's done where he's like, you know what? I can't, I've been trying and trying and trying to source the, you know, the right color and whatnot. I can't get it. Like I'm just releasing like, you know, it's not going to match a hundred percent. Sorry. Like, and he says it on the website, like for every item now it says, you know, these are not designed to be perfect color matches for whatever figure you might be putting it on. Cause it's, you know, you can't say this is designed specifically for Hasbro, blah, 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 blah. So if you feel like the color is not right for you, one, look at the pictures Two, be prepared to paint. It says that on the site now, like be ready. Yeah, yeah. But I think well, yeah, he's... color color matching this stuff is really hard. Like, right. Even if you had a fat, I mean, they can't. Even Hasbro and like Takara can't match the paint with the plastic sometimes. You know, and that's <laughs> like right. the source. So like, let's let's cut the small guys a break. Yeah. Sun, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Sunstreaker was right. Sunstreaker or whatever that uh, you know didn't didn't one hundred percent match. And I know we were. Oh, there you go. Did you get it, get it fixed? It, yeah, it's already like just two drops. All right, back, back if, to the if subject. You, if you so. quit swinging him like he was on a noose, maybe you wouldn't have to worry about his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no, he's good now. I know uh, Christian was complaining too about Red Alert, uh, the new one, that the whites oh, are just slightly. The one that nobody else has. Well, you just have to order it off a of Pulse, and you're good to go, man. But you have to order it off of Pulse two months ago. Yeah, right. And premium membership. Right. I don't have it. Well, Not anyway. see, there, there you go. This is what you guys... This, yeah, this I'm mad us... that Christian didn't offer to buy me one, so... I... This makes us users. Hey. Hey. I know, right? Well, yeah, see, see, Peter, the key is, is just to order it from everywhere, and then that way you'll always get it first. I don't, I don't, multiple, I don't care so about getting about it first. It. Yeah. I don't care about getting it first. I just care about getting it not smashed, which every company seems to be offering the smashed option only for me, <laughs> um, which is a bonus, <laughs> I guess. Neat. Uh, <laughs> and then what Sean said is I'm going to forget one of these pre-orders somewhere. And then ugh, I don't need 14 red alerts or, or, or seven arcs or whatever. I don't, I, I don't. <laughs> are, are you sure? <laughs> Super sure. Uh, see, and that can become custom fodder. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> melt, melt all that arc plastic down and make a Autobot City. Yeah. <laughs> Same color. Um. But uh, I'm trying to think. So I I know another thing with customizing, and I think uh, Paul, we've. We've talked before uh, about some of the customizing that you've done uh, where you make kind of new characters, um, you know, as exclusives, quote unquote. But you just kind of do uh, like a, 
a small small run kind of thing for friends and and whatnot. So what what are you well, doing this year for your uh, custom figure? Well, I already did it, but I mean that's the thing. You you're a hundred percent safe making your custom of some character that doesn't exist, or your like fan fiction character, or you know anything that isn't branded as some other character. You, you can you can do that. Um. It's another option, is all I'm saying. Instead of like, you can like be more creative with it and create your own world and sandbox, and um, you never have to worry about Hasbro having made it, unless you're Pete Sinclair and now Shattered Glass is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you get. That's what you get. So, I mean, I'll show you something I made. I only made this is a one-off, but this will be a gray series Bumble Balls. Gray because I haven't messed with the box, but like, this is uh, I like that bikini. Yeah, it's a mankini. He's all he's his, he's his own dude. His name is Bumble Balls, and I I, I do uh I dye my, my specialty is I just I keep trying to dye stuff even when you're not supposed to, <laughs> or it's not supposed to work. Well, it works. I got him all like so, Jin Satomi. Does anyone know that name? That's like a so he he saw like a po a post on Instagram that I made of this, and he was like, "You're you're doing it wrong. You're gonna melt it on." I'm like, "Ah, it looks good, man. Pretty happy with it. Thanks for stopping by." But um, he was like a prolific customizer a decade ago. Like he's kind of disappeared. Yeah, for some reason, like we interact on Instagram like very sparingly, and he was trying to senpai me a little bit and tell me not to to dye this stuff, but I told him. It's all good. Um, and this, this, I just thought this, this red bumblebee toy is so ridiculous that I just wanted to see like what would happen if I tried to dye the whole thing black. And it actually, I think it looks way better, yeah. <laughs> like way no, better than the cool. stupid yellow bumblebee. And this was just a funny thing to do. And so, I don't know if this goes on clearance and I can get like twenty of them for like less than ten bucks a piece. I would, I, I would make this like a small run toy. Because the paint's actually not tough when it's all one color. You can, like, assembly line this pretty good. Because, like, yeah. like, you were alluding to, yeah, I try to make, like, a run of toys. Like, the same toy, like, 20 times. So a small mini run. And that is, like, so much more complicated than just making a, a single custom for fun. You know? Like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> trying to make 20 of the same thing and make them all look exactly the same is, like... A, a whole separate challenge that I do not recommend jumping into. Like, Does it look like that scene from the 86 movie where they're like being dropped in to like that <laughs> boiling pot? It's more like you take the whole cast of 86 and throw them in the pot at once. <laughs> <laughs> or, like throw all their arms in and then fish them out. Yeah. Cause dying like melts the plastic. Yeah. It's... Like there's like a fine point. Isn't there? Like I've never tried it because I don't want to melt it, but I mean, I could try a junker, but I recommend trying to like every toy is like its own adventure because each part, some of it's ABS, some of it's uh, PVC. It's all different and it all, it all runs, it all reacts to the dye a little differently. I kind of do when I do dyeing, I do it like chocolate. I put the dye in a in a jar and then I put the jar inside a pot, and then I don't put the jar just on the pot. I have a block of wood that I put in the bottom of the pot, fill that with water, put the jar full of dye in that. And then put the parts in, and then just keep huh. moving them around. Okay, you're taking, you're taking the color, and 
and we're done. Okay, cool. And then move everything over and let it dry and, and then assess and then redive if necessary. So the Saki method. Sure. Yeah, let's say you warm a sake. You, you know, oh, you get your drink. boiling pot of water and you put your carafe in the middle. And okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's an interesting, interesting method. Of... One thing that I would like to get that I would... I just don't know if it exists. Like a little... I've been tr- I just can't find the word. It's like a ladle, but like I want like a caged ladle. So like, say it's a little... Imagine a like tea... The... You a want ball. Like, like you're doing eggs, like you're dying eggs. Sort of, but I want like a little cage with the stick so I can like put parts in it and like I can clamp it down and put that. Look into... for deep fry stuff. Look for yeah, like, deep like a deep fryer yeah. thing for plastic parts. <laughs> so yep. I've been trying to, I'm pretty sure I have to invent this thing at this point instead of find one. But if you know how to, if you can find a cage ladle, let me know. But this year, no, I, I made like, a... I think my wife has something like that upstairs, but it's not, like, totally caged in. It's just, like, a bowl like a, with a like handle a bowl. on it. Yeah, that might work. With, with like, with like a part, screen. The parts usually float. That's why. That's why you need the cage. So it's, like, fully right. held in. And then you can just undip it. You can, like, dip it, like Peter was saying, or you could, like, keep it in and pull it out and keep it in and pull it out. Because the problem with throwing 20 parts into a, a boiling pot of water is, like, you forget one, and there that part that part's incredibly destroyed, which is kind of fun to look at sometimes. Like the but then failure. You one, then you have one off, and you've got to resource the part. Mm-hmm. Look at that, Peter. Look at that straining ladle. Pretty good. Does that fully cut? Well, that's it's it's the closest I've seen. That's very good. It's pretty close. It looks like it dumps everything out. I, I just put a link in the chat for those listening. I put a link in the chat to something on Amazon. It, it's a ladle. It has it strains fluid, so you can eyeball the part and then redunk it if you need to. Whoa, cool! I will check that out a little more closely when we're done with this. Um, so I did make one one actual like mass-produced toy, and this year I kind of went a little different than I usually do. I'm in the middle of a combiner. So, like, I release a figure every year that's an arm or a limb or something. And now that we're redoing combiners and Legacy, it's like, uh-oh, I better speed this up <laughs> pretty quick because <laughs> they're, like, so outdated. But that's the thing. To get toys, you got to make, like, 20 to 25 at a time. You have to get them on clearance, and you have to be able to, like, get enough of them at the time that they're on clearance. You can't, like, change your mind. I can't decide, oh, I wish I had... 20 combiner war swindles right now you know that's going to be like 70 dollars a piece if i wanted to do that or something you know to find that many it's insane mm-hmm. so combiner wars with... rectgar yeah what did you that's do one of them uh still not i have i have enough of him they're sitting okay. in the in the okay the vault somewhere this but this year i did a bot bot because it was you know covid and everything i wasn't going to have a big event so i sort of just was like this was relevant to our lore for the store or for the for the story and this is cliff dumper the plunger or a bell if it's in a different color that wow. was the weirdest thing they called they called like the second series like a bell i'm like no yeah well funny you say that sean because um there are two chase versions amidst the run of this that were the bell so he has a different face than the rest oh. of but this one was dyed black, and I purposely bent the 
handle there. And he's just a, it's a blue plunger. It's, it's, it's not, it was, this is like pretty simple. Oh, that's cool. He's still got his face in there. Yep. Yeah. So. Wasn't my coolest toy ever, but I did it in a small, oh, and I dyed the, the bot bots balls. Make them black. I don't know. I mean, I, I have a I few left to cheat though, because a lot of times you will do uh, new packaging too for it as well. So it's kind of a fun little thing. Oh yeah, and this year I I didn't really do that, but I did have a like every year we have a coaster. So I mean, he does have box <laughs> art. <laughs> he has face mud on his. Yes, he, he has face mud on him. <laughs> He's a plunger. So that's. It. I mean, yeah. It's it's really s- silly. It's uh, my own little compartment of not really Transformers that I mess with, and been doing it for four years now. So you need to make a little comic book to go with all your characters. Well, usually, usually this year I did not go with the comic book because basically I have people that help me with this stuff, and I pay them, and like you know, it basically rolls into the price of the toy. You can't. I mean, if I made the comic book, there, there's another like hundred to hundred fifty bucks that I have to pay the the guy that helps me with that, which I'm happy to do. But then that makes the bot bot like ten extra dollars <laughs> to anyone that's gonna buy it. And it's like, no, let's yeah. not do that. So didn't didn't do a didn't do a comic this year. Just a coaster. Just a coaster. But I. I think like the reason I got into dying is because if you're going to do multiples of the same toy, like you're mass producing sort of in a way, the dying is far more efficient than any paint app, you know, like painting that thing blue, each, each one of those bot bots blue was like a huge ordeal for me because it was painting it on black took like 20 different coats. I mean, luckily I have an airbrush now, so that still went pretty quick, but like, you know, I don't have time. I don't have the hours it used to take to do like like one paint app, one brush touch on 25 figures. That's like half an hour or to an hour, depending on how even if even if you're assembly lining it, it's like it just yeah. takes so long. Yeah, you got to well, do multiple small coats to it takes forever. Yeah. I mean, you that's know, if you're doing it right. You, coats, you what are you talking sides. about? <laughs> you got like inside of it on the outside, this side, that side. It's it's a lot of paint. Yeah. Well, uh, TF Expo, so uh, you know we do exclusives for that, and um, you know that that's something as well where um, we've had people. And I don't know, Sean, have you have you helped with that, or is it mainly? Like no, no, thankfully no. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, I'm, so no, there's I'm a not couple, an organizer. There's a couple guys that uh, that do it, and, and man, those guys are saints because it's literally. You know, like they've shown us like pictures of their uh, place or whatever, where they just have all the parts on uh, like foam pieces, you know, on like little toothpicks where they like had to spray paint all the stuff like, you know, like we did a G2 Grimlock one one year and it was they did uh, a really good job with that. Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. It was an amazing like they took. um, Oh, I can't. There there was was Craig. It was, yeah, it was Craig, but they did like a knockoff of. Uh, it was the, the small. It was a small um, Grimlock. Um, it came as a kit that you could build, yeah. kind of like a Gundam. Peter, I'm looking at you. What was the name of that? Oh, I mean, that was the third party one. That was the one they did to Megatron too. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah. was it. But they did a knock. There's a knockoff of it, and so that's what what we used. And then we did G two. But what uh, what we did for the customizing classes, we pre painted all of them and put clear coat on. When I say we, I mean Craig. Uh, Craig mm-hmm. He he did it all, and it was like he did a fan, just a, an absolutely stellar job, especially considering the fact that I can't remember how many. I think there was like maybe twenty of those. Uh, that he did, I can't, I can't remember if it was twenty or thirty or something like that. I mean, it was it's pretty nuts. Yeah, it's an undertaking. Whether I mean, yeah, custom customs for for homebrew customs are are an undertaking. Yeah, I actually bought one of the extra kits that year because I missed out on the original run or the original like the the twenty pieces or whatever you guys did. So I bought an extra kit and. Uh, made a g2 out of that turned out really good it was a lot of fun but uh, so how did how did they get the source kits like did they make a deal with the, one of the manufacturers or like, like oh, well, that, that one was easy it was just all off of aliexpress or... aliexpress yeah or okay yeah yeah, yeah. But I mean, for the TF Expo, um, the exclusives and things like that, I mean, it's kind of a similar process to what you had said, where, you know, we're looking for figures that go on clearance in order to source the, you know, the the base, you know, figure and whatnot. There's other ones that we do, too. Um, so a lot of times, like, we'll work with, um, you know, different designers and whatnot. Like, we'll work with Trent uh, Troop and or different people like that um to to make the stuff so but um i i want to give a shout out to trent true just in general his designs are freaking brilliant and it's a shame that that so much of it is is on shapeways and 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 having to bear the the weaknesses of shapeways plastic whether it's the lack of definition for their their strong whatever whatever strong flexible plastic or the weakness like physical weakness and brittleness of their detailed plastic it's it's just a shame i wish i wish some of his stuff could be injection molded and they were more available because it's fun faces yeah. fun bmog fun stuff yeah. well he does he does amazing work and whatnot um yes, but uh, yeah i don't know i mean i know that uh you know the the bmog stuff was kind of a, an undertaking i think after that you know, he pr- probably was not as big into trying to have his own inventory. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you that he's, you know, a fantastic designer and, and it's too bad that, um, you know, I, I wish that there was a way to get those designs injection molded. So. I mean, he helped me with one of my exclusives once because I started with a, I started small with Titan Master and I wanted a custom face on it. Mm-hmm. And so I had the drawing, but he... I suck. I was like, oh, I can do this in Google Sketch. No. So I quit. And then he, I was like, hey, man, can I just hire you to do this? And he said, yes. And we use Shapeways. And we use the, f- the fine, clear plastic. It was like some, I don't know, whatever. It wasn't the most expensive method, but it was good enough. And my results were awesome. The quality was good. It was just one of those, like, you know, face chips that would go on a, on a Titan Master with a little screw hole in it. Right. And I had to like use Goo Gone on it or something to kind of get rid of like whatever the initial oils and stuff are because I wanted to prime it and paint it. Um, but the details were great. So I, I think like he knows and Trent told me which style to get. 
um, where to, because we like basically made a tree of them and printed that one tree. So I basically it was one purchase and they all came off. I had to, like a plastic tree. Um, he he knows how to make it work. So I don't I don't know what right. um quality you guys got or what like you know maybe you got a bunk batch you know with that. Yeah, that well broke. one one face was good. The other one, or one head was good. The other one was bad. Mm-hmm. So. And further, like the, I think it's UFD ultra fine detail plastic. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. That. I mean, it looks great. And you, like you said, there's a process. You clean. You know, get some goo gone, clean it off, scrub it up nicely, and then you can prime it and paint it. And it looks great. Like I've got figures that are completed, and I don't have anything out because I'm still unpacking or whatever. But I have figures that are completed that have used that that material for heads and faces and things like that, and they look great. But they are not suitable for play. You know, a BMOG in ultra fine detail, you're not going to be able to like move the, the critters arms and legs or, or whatever, or transform it. You're going to break pegs off. You're going to, you're going to hurt it. Um, but, uh, yeah, but yeah no, as I think far if as you the do detail plates and things like that, I think that that would be perfect right. for it. It's just, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't want to like actually have like a ball joint or something like that. That would actually put stress on it. Right. This it's is wrong. not focusing at all. Okay. Yeah, it's not focusing at all, but here's mine I never completed, Lucas. <laughs> you didn't I really use it it, it, it. it split like right across like this part. So like the, say, the, the ball one, joint the part was. for me turned out really well. You didn't so... really use green light, right? I mean, you used Chromium. No, we used this one. Yeah, we didn't use Chromium. Or, or Moon Racer, I think. Moon Racer. Moon Racer. Yeah. It was Moon like Racer, a clear, yeah. clearance Moon Racer. I was convinced when that mold came out that they were going to do a rung out of it, and I was disappointed when they did not. Yeah, no, I don't know I, why I they didn't the do that. I mean, this actually do... works pretty well. Like, I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't know. When Sean did it, he took the um, – I, I had him take the extra pieces off. Um, but uh... – I mean, but I mean, functionally, he, he's – I mean, he transforms into a stick. Right. <laughs> no, no spoilers. No spoilers. He's a stick. Um, an ornament. I'm sorry, an ornament. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, P- Peter, unlike you, like whenever I do a project, they don't ever like repaint it into like the easy thing that would have been just easy to make it a different color. So here's a couple examples. Um, here is Cup from, from Optimus Pax. Yeah, Pax Orion. Or Ryan Pax. Yeah. So, I mean, that was that would have been such an easy custom. I did nothing to this other than like change the colors. So, here's him. Here's um, oh, Huffy uh, Huffer. Huffer out yeah. of uh, off road or trailbreaker. Um, it was uh, this one is actually Ironhide. Okay. I even used the same head. I just shaved down some of the details. Oh, it's nice. It's gonna be as blurry as heck. So. Well, I mean. You know that one combines, but he he got. I would say Huffer s- s- suffered from the new shiny thing syndrome. I did that. You did that, yeah. I mean, I I don't know why they didn't do that. It's so it easy. Just, it's so it's easy. Just paint. Yeah. Just literally paint. So I don't know. That like they miss out on stuff like that, like mm-hmm. easy, like like I don't want to do it because I think they're going to do it and then they don't do it. So I do it anyway. Well, wasn't Wave wasn't Wave Rider supposed to be with Grand Max? He 
the diver mold was supposed to be a new mold with Grand Max, and there is a mold available on Shapeways, and I bought that. And but I'd already done the uh, the paint 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 lander or whoever. Or, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Cloudburst as diver or or, or Wayrider. But yeah, there there is a separate mold that exists. It exists that was supposed to come as the uh, as the uh, what do you call it the level up thing for for Grand Max from the mall exclusive. What are those things called? When you stretch, hit the... stretch goal. Stretch goal. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not a marketing right. master. The thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just would have been so easy just to change colorways, and there you are. Yeah. Once you see it, you're like, oh, hmm, that should have happened. Should have. There are so many things that should have happened that just glyph and tap out. <laughs> having never gotten official representation outside of BotCon 2002 or whatever it was, is ridiculous. Now, I know that there was the 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 the, the glyph bumblebee from the classics mold that a few people have that there's a dozen of them floating around or whatever, but that was never actually released, you know? Those are factory samples that never were supposed to escape, but did. But there's not been a mainstream release, and it's it's kind of confusing and frustrating, and, and, and I hope that they follow through so that we don't have to make customs of those characters. Yeah, it, it definitely seems, you know, weird to me. And like, it seems like that they're definitely putting a lot more uh, female transformers in their assortments and whatnot. But it seems like lately they're like, all right, uh, RC and uh, RC and Alita one and RC. So, we could still use a, a, a an Alita one in a new deco using the mold from the Netflix version that would hit closer to the Generation One cartoon aesthetic. Yeah. You know, there's not a pink Alita one in the proper mold yet, so that's still an, a big open uh, and available opportunity for them. And they probably will fill that, I think, according to the leaked uh rumors and whatnot right so we'll see we'll see if that comes true but yeah i don't know i i guess some of the other custom fodder too is i I don't know if you could do uh finish up the micromaster teams um might be another thing to do right peter Uh, you need to do that so the rest of us can get those teams finished they're gonna make the mask (laughs) They're gonna make mask vehicles vehicles before they finish up the micromasters. So that was Certainly. so an- that was so annoying to me that we got all these micromasters from the Galactic Odyssey and like there were none of the ones anyone really wanted. Yeah, They're like oh here's some mask guys. What the f- come on? Just two of each patrol set or you know the four packs. Well, the the Botropolis set was the biggest like stick up my butt ever it was like oh here's some guys <laughs> just random dudes yeah these are nobody's these aren't even, oh we've already really released these guys so uh you know here, here they are again enjoy so i went on sir toys and just bought a bag of random micromasters because they are some of them are, are minicon knockoffs some of them are six combiner knockoffs and some of them are straight up gen one micromaster knockoffs and they're one-to-one scale so i'm gonna reshell some of the other figures and just try and put ball joints on some of these guys and paint them up nicely we've got Dudes from the Construction Patrol. We've got uh, dudes from the Monster Trucks Patrol, uh, the Military Patrol, and the Hot Rod Patrol. And, and then 
these are three of the same mold to make um, Barricade, Roller Force, the Blue Dude, Barricade, Barricade, uh, from the Racetrack Patrol, because he's wrong as a straight-up repaint of Roller Force or whoever. It's uh, that that the set the the fact that they didn't complete things, and now I'm gonna get started on these. Okay. And then and don't worry, the small ones will take even longer than the big ones. <laughs> yeah, because it, it'll only take five minutes to finish. It'll take five minutes. Yeah. It's just five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fine. And then it'll be four years later, yeah. and it's still I'm sitting in the toothpick bench. for detail. Yep. So yeah, MicroMasters. If you want to do MicroMasters, go to SirToys.com and. Buy all the MicroMasters. I'm looking at five years of work right there. That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how you said a toothpick. Like that is my paintbrush when I'm doing toys. Yeah. It's a toothpick. Oh yeah, That's, that yeah. is how I do it. So Sometimes you have to guys. like sharpen the toothpick to like yeah. get just a just a pinprick. Boop. So great. Uh, sort of unrelated, but brought up MicroMasters, and I've this has been in my head for a week. Like, um. I know that we want the little MicroMaster sets completed because they came in sets, but, like, how do you guys feel about, like, deluxe interpretations of individual MicroMasters? They're fine. I have a deluxe version of uh, Stakeout based on his appearance from Sins of the Wreckers. In my, I'm, I'm, well, my record shelf is not set up yet, again, but using a, a clear, ultra-fine detail of Shapeway's head. Um that split when I put it on the ball joint. Uh, but it, I glued it all together and it, it, it ended up looking really good. Uh, and it's made from a Combiner Wars Prowl. Um, so yeah, so I've got a deluxe stakeout and then over on my zone shelf, I've got MicroMaster Holy and I took the one from the 10 pack that was supposed to be based off the six Combiner dude and painted that up to look more like Cartoon Holy where he's white and black in car mode as opposed to the all black that the actual figure is. Paul, they did that seven or eight years ago. Um, I geared the tote. Remember that? No. <laughs> yeah. I, re- that. I remember the throttle bots. Yeah. I, no, I they, they took an iron they did like a masterpiece iron hide and ratchet, but they also did like tote, which was not a lot different. Hmm. I think toy world did the throttle bots actually, right? Toy world. Yeah, Toy World did the Throttlebots. I geared the uh, the the yeah the masterpiece Ratchet and Ironhide and then the the, the redeco, well re, I, re, retooled head. Yeah, I just like that moment in like IDW World where Fixit was like a normal size Transformer and like walking around and I, I was just like, oh, that's cool. Like if you could take that whole cast of MicroMasters and not and just like ignore the fact that they were micro you know little guys, little toys, and make yeah. them all just like. That Guzzlers. could have almost been Generation Two. Yeah, you turn yeah, them into guns. I'm with you. you know? I'm with you there. Yeah. Like, like, all why those guys could have been cool. A little ambulance. Like, yeah. Who's gonna fit in a tiny little ambulance? I just think like that. It'd be cool if they started sprinkling that in. You yeah. know, like one or two per per chapter of the story or something. That'd be cool. I'd be fine. I'm from Planet Micron. I'm still looking for updated versions of, of some of the Legend scale figures. Um, yep. You know, again, like the throttle bots is one of them, um, but uh, but even some of the you know seasons, you know one, two, and three, uh, you know some of the mini bots and whatnot, we're we're still we're getting there, 
they're they're getting through them, but uh, well, you don't have to like to finish those to do a micromaster. I don't, I don't know. Nope. I think there's there's lots of cool sure. characters there that I think never ne- have still to this day never gotten their due, other than the micromasters comic where they were still micromasters. The fact that we haven't gotten a new fix it at all is just what he. I mean, he he featured prominently in the Gen One comic. He featured prominently, you know. In, He's just he's, he's he's a missed opportunity, and it's just so weird. I guess so that we can all be clamoring for fix it, and then people who've never read the comics or stuck around with Gen One long enough to know who the MicroMasters are or care would be like, "Well, are you clamoring for that guy? Why don't we have more? I don't know. Wind charge. There we go. <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 rough. It's it's there's the there's that line that has for us to walk because. They know entry level. When grandma is shopping for junior, grandma knows to buy Optimus Prime, Mega Guy, and Bumble Guy because those are the guys, you know? Maybe that, that yeah. whiny jet guy. I don't know. But that's about it. How about Grand- Getaway and Slapdash? Let's get some of them. Let's get some of them. You could you could easily retool a sure shot into uh, a getaway, you know? You could you could you could do that. And then Slapdash is just just retooled Mirage. Just do it. It's fine. I don't know. There's Parts so end many... up in the wrong place. It's not going to line up perfectly, but it's going to be at least a step in the right direction as opposed to we're just ignoring this character completely for no reason. But here's your 14th Bumblebee redeco in an exclusive target pack or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, well, yeah, but the Bumblebee is what's probably going to sell it for like a lot of people. So like that's that's the trouble you know, that they always had to had to go through. But like it's like there's so many different iterations of Transformers too that it's it's hard to actually hit every character from, you know, every iteration and, and whatnot. So it's like the upcoming one I think they're gonna start doing Prime and they've done Beast Wars and like it's just trying to get They're gonna do Power Masters next, hopefully. But yeah too. Hopefully, yeah. Eighty eight so, needs more love. Idiot just in general needs I mean, more love. I mean, yeah, they did Genrai, they did they've done Double Dealer, so yep. But, so yeah, we just need Peter to do all the customs and so then that way mm-hmm. uh, Dude, Hasbro as soon so much as stuff. you get started on it. So Crack the whip. Oof. <laughs> Let me set up my toy room first before I start getting into customs room. That's a different room. Arg. <laughs> Oh. All right. Well, um, is, is there any any other topics we want to hit on tonight, or we kind of um, we could talk local bands. There you go. Or we could know. just peace out and go watch them. Custom, customs are cool. It's it's, it's a whole part. It's a whole part of the fandom that I ignored for a long, long time, and I think um, that's a mistake. I mean, it, I don't think it's – there's some people that's all they care about. It's like, oh, they want to get their toy and paint it. You know, like that's – it's like their project. And I'm like, whoa, that's so different than, than the way I ever came into this this uh, fandom. But um, I don't know. It's it's definitely a big part of it. It's just – but you, you can completely ignore it if you if you wish. To. It's, it's something that, yes, you can just completely not pay attention to. But the, the, the levels of creativity – just, I mean, on, just on the show. I mean, Sean, you, you do amazing work, and we are floored by everything we see coming yeah. out of you. 
Um, Thank you. The, the, the levels of creativity coming out of the fandom are just so remarkable and so worth checking out. Even if customizing isn't for you, it's, I mean, just hop on the boards, look around. I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it, there's a lot out there to do and maybe you can take inspiration from it. Try your hand at a few things. Maybe just, just, just eyeball it and enjoy it. Sometimes it's just out of necessity though. Like, First edition Prime's shins would never stay tabbed, so just out of necessity, I did rare earth magnets. Magnet there, metal here, and now they snap in and they stay. Nice. So that's yeah. pretty slick. It's just like I mean, a lot like most of my custom just come out of necessity or just like I love this character. Why haven't they done them? So. But. I think the other thing, too, is a lot of people are just so intimidated by it. And I know I I have been as well. But then I really enjoy Like, once I actually sit down and do it, like, I've done a couple custom classes, like the TFCon uh, custom class and whatnot. And it's like I really had a lot of fun with it. And it turned out better than I thought I would be able to do, even as, like, a novice. And so I, I think, you know, for a lot of people that want to try it, it's like... You know, especially with the fact that we're getting, like, redos of a lot of characters, you know? Like, some of those ones where you're mad that you're like, oh, man, like, I got another, you know, Bumblebee or another Optimus. It's like, okay, well, turn that into something else, you know? Like, if, if that's what, if you're mad and don't feel like selling it and whatnot, you know, use it for custom fodder. Turn that frown upside down. Make lemonade out of lemons. Make Decepticons out of Autobots. That's what we do. Make Destrons out of... What was the Cy- good guy? Cybertron. Cybertron. Cyber, yeah, Cybertrons, yep. So. It's been a while since I've watched a Japanese series. A long time. Man, I kind of miss when it was all, like, crazy. You know? Like, yeah. you didn't know <laughs> everything was whatever anyone wanted. <laughs> and now it's all... that. There is no convoy, only OP. So... Interestingly, I think I just bought the first Optimus Prime figure released in Japan. And that's your homework. Not Convoy. Optimus Prime. That's your homework is to figure out which one was the first uh, Optimus Prime figure released in Japan. Can, can I, well, I mean, can I get, can we talk about this or is this sure. like a next episode thing? Well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go, you got things to do. So I don't want to keep you. Over at this point. Um, was it was it in two thousand seven? Oh, so it was way before that. Okay, because I remember the only reason I bring it up, and I don't want to, I can't answer the question, obviously, but like I just remember that was like to me a big moment where like, oh my god, the movie has made this. He's Optimus yeah. Prime. That they're is not, not Cybertrons anymore. They're Autobots. They're not Destrons anymore. They're Decepticons, and he is not Convoy anymore. He is Optimus Prime. But there is a, there's at least one figure predating that by over a decade that yeah is it the metal force toy that one was re-released as cybertron commander optimus prime uh and the first one was was convoy but it predates it predates that too oh boy well, i have no idea then uh the cut's so deep oh no here there, <laughs> there, there we go we'll have to do some tf wiki research here see see if we can figure it should be out. like a giveaway I don't know. I haven't checked. If it isn't on there, I'll. Well, it's not like you can search. That way I can just search up. Yeah. 
first there's Optimus only, Prime. Like, that's yeah, not there's only one entry for Optimus up. Prime. Yeah, he's there's only one Optimus Prime entry in TF Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> it's Heroes of Cybertron. Well, I can't wait to uh, to find out the answer to that, Peter. That is a great yeah. trivia question. Yeah. Well, thank but you not- guys uh, for joining me tonight, um, and uh, you know, thank you to all of our listeners and uh, and whatnot. So uh, we will be back uh, live again next week, um, and then we will be we should be live for uh, microcasters this week as well. So, um, so anyway. All right, well, thank you guys, and we will see you next week. Thank you. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. <laughs>